Hi, I'm Nora. I'm Jasmine. And we're all, all girls, girls considered. considered. Yes. We are here with Caroline Crawford. Okay, my name's Caroline Crawford. I am the program director at Girls Empowerment Network. Girls Empowerment Network is an organization in Austin, Texas that is igniting the power in girls by teaching them the skills to thrive and believe in their ability to be unstoppable. Ever since I was a little girl, I have always looked up to older women and really said, what, what is that? What is that role model? What is that sparkle? What is that magic? that makes really awesome, powerful women. And I realized going through school, I wanted to be that role model for younger girls. And so I went and got my master's at UT in clinical social work. And I have been in my role now for three years. That's really cool. Would you like to tell us about yourself, like anything personally? Yes, well, I just got married about a month ago, um, which is really exciting. I fell in love with a cowboy in Texas, and um, I got a puppy named Ollie who is super cute. And then I consider myself, like a fun fact about me, a candy connoisseur. So any new candies that come out, I'm always the first to try them. I love chocolate, but I really love the fruity, sour, chewy stuff. Mm -hmm. And I even had a candy bar at my wedding. That's so cool. Oh, I really like chocolate, too. I'm not a huge fan of sour things. It kind of makes me cringe a little bit, but I really love chocolate, especially milk chocolate. Are you, are you like a straight chocolate, or like you want the peanut butter, the caramel, the crunch, and all the good stuff inside of it? Uh, I like a lot of straight chocolate, but my favorite candy is Twix. I do like the caramel. I think that's like really good. Mm-hmm. Nora, what about you? What's your favorite candy? Well, my favorite sour candy is uh, Trolley Crawlers. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Now, do you eat them all, or do you each eat, like, one color, one side of the worm before I the other all. side of the worm? I eat You all. eat the whole worm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, people have their style, you know. Yeah. And then I do, like, I do like chocolate, but I do know. <laughs> well, the first question that we have is, what is Girls Empowerment Network? Yes, so Girls Empowerment Network is an organization that's over 22 years old. It was started by a group of moms Mm -hmm. who read a book that was called Reviving Ophelia. And the book basically says there's a systematic decline in self-esteem for middle school girls. And those moms were like, "Mm, I do not want this for my daughter. I don't want it for your daughter. We've got to do something about it. And I was like, yes, we do. And so... We are now Girls Empowerment Network, and we have offices in Austin and Houston and all over um, Central Texas, as well as now doing programming in Dallas, which is really neat. And our whole mission is to work with girls ages 8 to 18 to ignite their power, to make them feel unstoppable. And really what that means is to increase their self-efficacy, so to really make those kind of boss babes, confident girls who are like, I can take on the world. Oh, what was the name of the book again? Reviving Ophelia. Reviving Ophelia? Mm-hmm. Oh, have you read it? I have. It's by Dr. Mary Pfeiffer. What is it about? It is about that decline in self-esteem for middle school girls and then all the maladaptive coping mechanisms that girls 
um, take once that self-esteem is lost. So when you see girls who are have eating disorders and cutting and depression and anxiety, and she's saying, whoa, we've got to stop this decline. How do we build up our girls so they aren't falling into these unhealthy coping mechanisms? So was it like giving factual information or what did it like have it like a fi- or a fictional like way of doing it? Like how to, how was the story formatted? It was factional. <laughs> well, that's... that's not a word. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Was... English is hard for me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It has been, it has been about yeah. three and a half years since I've read it. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm an avid reader. And so I'm like, I I know the tone. I, I may not remember every detail. <laughs> oh, my mom is an avid reader too. She loves books. Like, ever, like she always wants to find herself a good book, and she always gets a book. And then where I kind of like reading, I have like a hard time finding like the right books. I don't I haven't read in a while, but I'm starting to try. I'm trying to like start back up. I'm like, yes. I feel like I'm like really good with finding great movies though that I really like. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. gotten like super into. Um, fiction lately, especially like fantasy. So if there's a map and then there's magic or, you know, witches or wizards, I'm like, I am reading it. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a, I might be a closet nerd, honestly, but owning it. <laughs> so in Girls Empowerment ne- Network, what are some of the programs that are offered? Yeah, so we have a signature curriculum Um, around increasing self-efficacy. And that curriculum you can see in schools, in conferences, and um, in the summertime at different kind of camps. Why did you want to work for Jen? Um, Man, I went to my um, interview for getting my master's degree at UT, and I was applying, and I really wanted to get in, and I was sitting with um, one of the administrators, and they looked at me and said, okay, if you got a master's in social work, what would you do with it? And so I went on and on for like 15 minutes, where I was like, I want a place where girls can take their mask off, where they can really feel like their authentic selves, that they can be free and have fun, but also talk about the real stuff. Um, and not just pretend that everything is fine or everything's okay. And I went on and on about that, and he kind of started laughing. And I was like, oh, goodness, like, mm-hmm. does he not think this is a good idea? Um, you know, am I failing this interview right now? And he said, Caroline, you have to go home and look up Girls Empowerment Network. They are doing just that. And I was like, oh, what? Wow. And so I looked it up, and when I was – I got in, too. Woo. And so when I was in the program – I actually interned for Girls Empowerment Network, Mm -hmm. and I ran a group at an elementary school for fourth and fifth grade girls, Mm -hmm. and I just fell in love with everything about the organization. So when I graduated from grad school, I actually got an opportunity to be a camp director. And when I was a little girl, there was like a true story where I would look at my mom and I'd say, I'm either going to be a therapist or a camp director. And on the day I got my certificate to be a clinical social worker or a therapist, I got a call to offer me to be a camp director. So it was like one of those days where you're like, oh, yes, I am feeling it. I have done it. But while I was at, at the camp, I would send emails all the time to Jen saying, let me know if there's any openings. Let me know if there's any job openings. And one day I got an email that said, Karen Crawford, there's a job opening, and I thought about you. And I was like, oh, yes. 
And so I went and applied and in the very first interview, y'all, it was so embarrassing. Do you know like handguns when you're like, pow, pow, you're like, when you're excited, I pulled my hands out and I did handguns and I was like, pow, pow. And then, you know, when you're like, oh no, what have I done? I don't know what to do with my hands. They're so awkward. And I like had to like sit on my hands and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not getting the job. Um, but alas, I got it. And so that's how I got here. That's really awesome. Have your parents or your guardians or anyone um, in your life while you're growing up influenced this behavior of really wanting being empowered for girls? Yeah. So I grew up in Mobile, Alabama, um, which is a very conservative, um, town. And I can remember in high school, getting really obsessed with civil rights and it was the only books I would read about. And I was like, wait, something isn't right. Why, you know, the whole idea of boys will be boys. That was very prominent where I lived. And I was like, but girls were always getting in trouble and girls couldn't stay out as late. And I would watch my friends like pretend to be like not as smart as they were in front of boys. And it started making me really mad. And my mom actually she is a very strong, powerful woman, and she was like a hippie in her day. Mm-hmm. And so she was kind of like, no, Caroline, you can do whatever you want. You can be unstoppable. And I was like, okay, yes, mom. And I even took a quiz. I remember so clearly my senior year, it was like one of those government quizzes. Have you ever taken this? Where it's like, where are you on the political spectrum? Um, not yet. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we had to take that our senior year. And out of my entire high school, I was one of two people on the left side in between Hillary and Gandhi. And I was like, whoa, I think differently than the city that I'm growing up in. And then the other thing is every summer I was going to camp. So I was going to this summer camp in North Carolina and it was an all girls camp and it was where I just felt free. I, mm-hmm. that idea of kind of taking off the mask, right? And I didn't have to pretend exactly. to be perfect or pretend to be like obsessed with eating or my body or getting all A's or being yes, on certain preach. sports. And, and so at camp, I was free. And I was like, I want to create that for girls who maybe can't go to camp. Uh, what problems or challenges did you have when you were in middle school? Man... That's a tough question, right? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is a lot. I had a lot. I was definitely the the girl from from um, reviving Ophelia. I I lost a lot of self-esteem. In sixth grade, I was still very confident and I was making all A's and I was very popular and I just was like, I don't care what people think about me. Mm-hmm. And then I switched schools. So I switched schools from sixth to seventh grade. Okay. And so I had all, I had to make all new friends and I had to start to kind of figure myself out. And I started going through puberty and it was just like, oh my gosh, what is my body doing? And then I was also like, and who are these girls? I don't know any of them. And I started having what I call my inner critic. I don't know if y'all have that, that kind of voice in your head. That's like, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough or you're not pretty enough or you're Mm -hmm. not skinny enough. And that inner critic got really loud in middle school. And so I started really struggling with like, who am I? What's my identity? Like, 
what are the things that I truly care about? What am I kind of pretending that I care about Mm -hmm. so that I can connect with other people? Mm -hmm. And I kind of lost myself, I think, in middle school. Wow. When it comes to self-esteem and feeling good in your own skin, would you feel that kids do a better job at this or adults? I love that question. I All the other questions before, I've definitely been asked, but I've never been asked that question. So I don't know Nora or Jasmine who wrote that one, but it's a good one. Um, I think that's tricky. I, I think for me personally, I have greater self-esteem as an adult. I think I've been able to kind of come into my own and really say, okay, Caroline, you are a nerd who loves fantasy, but you also love going out with the girls, and you also are an avid feminist, um, but you also are proud to be a Southerner and all the different facets of my identity that I think I struggled with. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes I've met young people who are just like, this is me. And I would say that there's a trend right now going on for more self-love and more Mm -hmm. self-acceptance with the younger crowd that was very different than when I was in high school or middle school. That's like, nope, this is who I am and I love myself. Or like, you know, I can be whatever I want to be and like don't have to try to fit into one crowd or another. Mm -hmm. And so I'm definitely seeing it changing. But I will tell y'all, We did some research at Girls Empowerment Network. It was called Stressed Savvy Texas Girls Talk. And we had, I think, maybe 25 or 30 girls across the state answer a bunch of questions around self-esteem and what they think. And and what we found is that young people really know how to talk the talk in a much better way, to be like, you know, selfie, I love myself, and I love, like, my body or my weight, or I love it. I'm X, Y, or Z, and but they weren't really walking the walk because depression and anxiety are actually on a high. They are increasing, mm-hmm. and so I, I feel like for me as an adult, my self-esteem is my highest right now. Yes. I have one more question before we ask you the final question. My question question is, now that you're in this program trying to, like, bring out the wall of what girls are not and how, how, like, you know, like, all the stereotypes and things, now what would you define a woman to be? I would define a woman as a confident person who has the ability to make whatever choice she wants for herself. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really different than, especially like like the way my mom grew up, where it was like, you are going to be a stay-at-home mom, or you're going to be a career woman, or you're going to be, you have to look a certain way, or talk a certain way, or fall in love with a certain type of person, and for me, what it means to be a woman is to be able to make that choice mm-hmm. and then to own it. Uh, what av- advice do you have for middle school girls? Oh, is this the final one? Is this yes. the drum roll, please? Yes. There's the drum roll. Perfect. <laughs> um, I would say my advice is... Do what you love. 
don't let the other people around you, whether it be your peers or your family, say who you are. Define yourself. Respect your peers. Respect your family. Listen. Really try to understand where everyone is coming from. But at the end of the day, define yourself and feel powerful and know that your voice matters. Oh, that, that about wraps it up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, thank y'all. This was, was so fun. fun. I really I really like this interview. <laughs> we, get, we made it really conversational. You got to know about us, and we got to know about you. I really liked it. Thank mm-hmm. you. I enjoyed it. Wait, so Nora and Jasmine, I feel like I didn't get enough. Are y'all, what, what year are you? Are you 6th, 7th, 8th? We're in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Eighth grade. Oh yes. my gosh! So you're going into high school. How are you feeling about that? Nervous. Nervous <laughs> Especially about academics. For me personally, about academics. Yeah. For me personally, I do have a little bit of nervousness, but I feel like we can get through it. And yes. So, yeah. Yeah, freshman year, I remember that well and being like, and I'm in high school. And I also was very obsessed with academics and Mm -hmm. did AP classes and all of that and put a lot of pressure on myself. And so I will say, um, as much as y'all can, how do you find that power within yourself so that you can find those really healthy ways of dealing with all the stress that comes with high school and all the stress that comes with academics so that you know, you really can take care of yourself and, and enjoy every day. Oh, is that a question to us? <laughs> it <Sure>. might be. <laughs> I think I'm asking about what you do for self-care. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I really like to watch Netflix. And as soon as I get home, I love listening to music. I mean, it really calms me while, like, I think and, you know, clear up my head. And right now, I'm watching Glee on Netflix, and I really like it. So are you watching Glee as well, or what's your show? Well, to me, I'm like a DC slash Marvel type of fan. Yes, girl. And so I'm, I'm watching... <laughs> yeah, I'm watching Flash right now. Oh, I haven't seen Flash? that yet. Barry Allen. Yeah. I'm I love that. that. Okay. Yeah. And yes, because the next Infinity Wars is coming out soon. Did you yeah. watch that? Yes, I, I did. Did y'all know it's coming out, the original one on Netflix, in yeah. like two or three weeks? So you can rewatch it before the sequel comes out. That's yeah. awesome. So, y'all, if you need anything else from me, let me know. Um, I think what you're doing is yeah. so cool. It's so empowering. And keep doing it.